Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Welcome back to another volume of Truly Disturbing Tales from Reddit. Today we're going to be narrating three new and settling stories taken directly from the platform. I encourage you all to sit back, grab a snack, and enjoy these terrifying personal accounts. Now, without any further delay, let's jump right in. This happened a couple of years ago. I, a 26-year-old female, was walking my dog, Indy, in my local field. It was dark, but it wasn't late. It was wintertime in the UK, so maybe 6 p.m. The field is mainly used for rugby slash football, but is completely free to walk through whenever you'd like. It is also surrounded by houses and streetlights on the roads, but the field itself is dark, so I brought my flashlight with me. Mainly so I wouldn't unknowingly step in any dog sh- I've come in one entrance of the field, and I'm following a path that leads to another exit or entrance, depending on how you use it. I use the field to make a loop back around onto the road, and back towards my house, giving my dog some off-lead time whilst in the field. Anyway, as I'm walking up the field, I notice a figure walk in the entrance that I was going to use to leave. I keep my eye on this figure, as they have very dark clothing on and their hood is up. I'm shining my flashlight as I'm walking so I know the person knows that I'm there as it's very obvious. At first, I wasn't so nervous, more so just being vigilant. Indy is a wonderful German shepherd, so as you can imagine, I feel pretty safe with her. It wasn't until I saw the person duck down behind a bush that I absolutely froze up. I was maybe about 200 feet from the exit, but would have to walk right past the bush they hid behind to get to it. I call Indy over and get her back on the lead so she is close by. At this point, she is also hyper alert due to the person behind the bush. With that, I hear a weird, high-pitched voice that sounded like they were saying my dog's name. I can only assume that they heard me call her. They said it maybe three or four times in this long, drawn-out, high-pitched voice. It's clearly coming from the person hiding. Luckily, Indy wasn't reacting to it, as it probably barely sounded like her name to her. I had a moment of, shall I fight or flight? Either I, one, run past the bush and try my best for the exit, two, turn around and run back into the dark field and make for the other exit, which is a lot further away, or three, confront this motherfucker. 
Indy at this point is hackles up, ears up, and very alert in front of me, all while still maintaining a wonderful sense of calm. I went with option number three. I confronted that motherfucker. I mustered up every bit of courage and confidence that I had and shouted at the top of my voice, What the f*** are you doing? The hooded man emerged from the bush very quickly, without saying anything, and I said the same thing again. What the f*** are you doing trying to scare a young woman? I'm so glad my voice didn't shake or break when I said it, as I truly was terrified at that moment. He started to stutter and said, Oh, I thought you were someone I knew. I answered back and said, Who the f*** hides from someone they think they know in a dark field? After that, he apologized a couple of times and continued to skulk down the rest of the field. Me and Indy took this as a moment to make our quick escape. God knows what his intentions were. Maybe he thought I had a smaller dog and was going to try to attack me. Maybe he saw Indy and realized there was no chance of that. Or maybe he really did think I was someone he knew. Whatever it was, it was both weird and scary. Given the fact that he hid behind foliage in the pitch black, I don't get the feeling that this was an innocent mistake. I guess I'll never know. And to be honest, I'm a-okay with that outcome. I was raised in a fairly strict, but loving, Christian household in a Bible Belt section of the United States. My parents weren't at all unreasonable in their rules and were well-intentioned, but I broke a few along the way like most teenagers do. The summer before I started college, I began a relationship with a slightly older guy. I knew him from high school, and he was attending the college that I would soon be at. Johnny was a catch. He was exceptionally handsome, had been on the football team, and was on a full academic scholarship. Funny, talented, and very personable. There was little not to like about him. We bonded over our teetotalism and love of pranking. The best part, he had his own apartment at the college, which was a four-hour drive from my parents' house. I could easily sneak up there under the guise of visiting one of my other friends or spending the night at a local girlfriend's house. My parents didn't even know that I had a boyfriend. Now, I had just turned 18 and was enjoying my rebellious streak and newfound freedom, but I still lived happily under my parents' guidance and rules for the most part. They always encouraged me to be a free thinker and to ultimately figure out my own morals and values, and I ended up much like them because they're honestly that awesome. My mom, wisely, encouraged me not to just sleep with anyone, and it was something I actually held to quite strongly. So while I had no qualms having sleepovers with my boyfriend, I was intent on not having sex with him. He took it pretty well and seemed to respect my decision. One week, smack dab in the middle of summer, I had three days off in a row at work. A drive up to see Johnny was in order, and I began my travel early in the morning. He was excited to see me, and we had a great day. Nerf gun wars, reading Stephen King, making out. We went out for dinner and returned for a night of shenanigans, or so I thought. Upon entering his apartment, Johnny produced a box of condoms. He had tried this before, so I wasn't phased, and adamantly told him that it wasn't happening. The events that unfolded following this seemingly unimportant interaction still haunt me today. 
Johnny's smile disappeared in an instant, and his eyes went cold. Hauntingly cold. I was sitting at his dining room table with my back against the wall. He was standing at the other end of the small table. You make me sick. I'm sick of you. All you do is play. You just try to play me. We were serial pranksters and sarcastic in every sense of the word. While his countenance made my skin crawl, I knew he was joking. I had known Johnny for years, after all. I've thought about this for a long time, and you're dead. I'm not doing this anymore. You make me sick. I hate you, and you're dead. He was unnervingly calm, and his voice portrayed a slight hint of anger that I'd never heard before. I noticed him clenching his fists, popped out veins tracing up his arms. For the first time in our entire relationship, I felt unsafe with him. He held my gaze, unblinking. His second floor apartment was on campus. It was summer. I had seen nobody else in the building, no other cars in the parking lot. And even if I could get past him, which I couldn't, my two options were unlocking it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You know you need protein to fuel results, but it's not easy when you're drinking the same bland chalky shake every day. Stop punishing yourself and get to GNC for the best protein in the game, including all the hottest brands and crave-worthy flavors that'll keep you coming back for more. We're talking protein that legit tastes like cookies, your favorite cereals, indulgent desserts, and more. So bust out of your protein rut and actually look forward to those shakes with unbeatable protein at unbeatable prices. Fuel your fitness with protein at GNC. The balcony door and jumping, or racing 15 feet down the hallway to the dead bolted front door, which opened inwardly, just to get down a flight of stairs. Either scenario led to an empty parking lot. I would have to get to my car or run into the woods nearby, and while I was athletic, I had no chance against him physically. I focused on him. Half of me knew that he was kidding. He just had to be. He would break into laughter any second now and we would return to our beautiful day. But he continued talking. I can't repeat what he said. It was too graphic and specific to our location to write out in a public forum. He detailed the sexual assault he had in store for me. If I survived, I would be strangled in the nearby woods, then carted off and dumped at a secluded spot that we had explored together. He motioned to some bags he had on his counter. That's where your body will be within the hour. I had enough. His plan was too well thought out to be impromptu. I'm small but I'm stubborn and would fight to the death if I had to. I also have a wicked straight face when I need to. It was my turn to hold his gaze with all the ferocity I could muster. I stood up and said the first thing that came to mind. I'm still proud of my unflinching calm that I presented. Inside though, I was begging God not to let me die. Oh, you're real funny. I almost believed you for a second. Wouldn't have worked anyways, because I was going to tell you before all that that my dad asked me to come home tonight. He needs help first thing in the morning with the garden for mom's birthday. 
because my brother hurt his back, and I told him I'd call him as soon as I was on the road, within half an hour. It was a lie, and not a particularly good one, but the delivery was convincing. I dangled my phone in his face and told him that he could explain to my dad why I wasn't coming home tonight if he wanted me to stay that badly. Johnny's mouth was agape as he stared back at me. I was just kidding, he mumbled, fists still clenched. See ya, I chirped, pushing right past him. My gamble had paid off. I grabbed my purse and shuffled down the hallway. I could feel his eyes burning through me and the electric energy in the room as I internally screamed at myself to move slowly. The deadbolt disengaged. I walked out and fought every urge to run down the stairs. I was too far from my car that if he chased me, I'm pretty sure that I couldn't beat him. And I refused to give him the satisfaction of seeing me scared. I walked the entire length of the car park. I've always had a habit of parking as far out as possible. Next to the woods, he told me that he would murder me in. I knew he was watching me the entire time. I could feel his eyes follow my every movement. As I drove out, past his apartment, I saw his shadow in the balcony window. I waved. He just stared. I drove a few miles to the nearest Walmart. It was only 8pm and the sun was just beginning to set. People milled through the parking lot blissfully unaware of what I'd just gone through. I collapsed onto my steering wheel and broke down bawling my eyes out. Then I drove the four hours back home. Stupidly, I didn't know how to process what happened and just banished it to the edges of my mind. I spent the next few years avoiding Johnny. The few times I thought about it, I blamed myself for being so naive. I finally told my mom four years after the fact and was able to start processing through it. So, possible murderer ex-boyfriend who thankfully now lives about 10,000 miles away from me. Let's be sure to not ever meet again. I'm going to start by saying that this was a widely publicized case, so a few details will be changed. But the main part of this story is accurate. A few years ago, I worked at a popular hookah lounge in my town. We had many regulars, so, of course, I got to know many people and made some lasting friendships with a few. Among those regulars was a group of people I wasn't terribly fond of, except one girl, Rachel. Rachel was a kind girl who I enjoyed talking to. I just didn't approve of the people she hung out with or the decisions she made. But it was her life, so what place did I have to say anything? Eventually, Rachel started dating another regular named Ben who was part of my friend group. This is when we got a lot closer, and she started to trust me and confide in me more. Eventually, Rachel and Ben broke up, and it devastated Rachel. I clearly remember her messaging me to hang out and her crying on my shoulder for more than a half an hour. During their relationship, Rachel stopped hanging around with the shady people as much. But of course, afterwards, she went back to them and started partying a lot and doing only God knows what. She stopped talking to me as much and eventually started dating some other guy in the shady group named Greg. Of course, that relationship went south due to reasons unknown to me. But Rachel ended up filing for a restraining order against this Greg. A few days later, Rachel goes missing 
and unfortunately she was never heard from again. It was awful. Her family started showing up to talk to me, asking if I'd seen her. I hadn't, but apparently someone told them that she was seen downtown somewhere, and it broke my heart. One day, during a busy shift, someone we both talked to sometimes showed up and talked to me about Rachel's disappearance. His name is P.O.S. P.O.S. said that he had heard that she had been seen somewhere and wanted to know what I knew about it. He even asked me if I'd heard if anything bad happened to her. I'm assuming he thought, since I worked at a regular hangout spot of hers, that I'd heard something. I told him I hadn't, and we hugged before he walked off to talk to other people. Several months passed before I heard anything about Rachel. Her family showed up from time to time asking about her, but nothing changed. Around a year after her disappearance, the police had a breakthrough in her case, and sadly, her body was found. After some investigating, the police discovered that Greg had hired POS to kill Rachel, and he did just that. He hid her body and continued his life as usual. The fact that I spoke to POS after the fact and even hugged him still weighs in my conscience. It's been years and I'm still so upset about it. He's in prison and I'll likely never see him again, but that doesn't take away from the hurt. I spoke to her family about her, having hugged the man who killed her. I wish I had been a better friend to her. Maybe I could have saved her. I could have insisted that she not hang out with those people. I don't blame myself for her murder, but I do wish I could have done something, done more. Had I been a more insistent friend, maybe she'd still be here. Who knows? All I know is that if for whatever reason I ever do see him again, it won't be a good thing for him. He knew she was dead and he still asked me if I'd seen her or heard anything about her. POS, I hope you never see the light of day. And moreover, I hope you suffer every minute of your pitiful existence. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.